Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Unstoppable Dad Project. Thanks, as always, for joining me for another week. Before I get into the podcast for the week, if I could just ask you the same favors I ask every single week, make sure you are subscribed on whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on. We are on all of them, Apple, Spotify, Google, the whole box and dice. You can also leave us a five-star review while you're on there. By doing that, that will help us grow the podcast. It will also let you know as soon as I publish a new episode. I'm sometimes a little bit inconsistent on the social media platforms, so Instagram and Facebook, uh, but I will always, always endeavor to make sure there is a weekly podcast that comes out each Saturday for you to listen to on a different topic. Thank you again to all of those that regularly listen to the podcast. Those of you that are listening for the first time, welcome. Hope you find some value out of what we do here. If you do find some value out of it, make sure that you're sharing it around with your friends and help us continue to grow this podcast. All right, this week. So this week, rather than it being, I guess, advice or what, what what's probably the word? I'm just drawing a mental blank for what I normally put on here. But rather than it kind of being about interactions with clients and things like that, and then hopefully giving some usable piece of advice, I just wanted to talk about, I guess, a situation that come up for us and our family this week. My daughter, who's seven, did her first gymnastics competition this weekend. And she, she, it was her idea to do it. She wanted to do it. She asked us if she could do it. I'm not 100% sure she quite knew that it was a competition until she was there and especially until the end when they started giving out medals. Um, but I'm glad that she did it. I'm glad that she put herself in the situation to do it. Because it actually turned into a massive teaching moment for her and for me as a dad, and especially somebody who likes to compete in different things. I thought it was as much as she, I'm not going to say she failed because I don't believe she failed. She put herself in a situation which was a semi-competitive environment, even at seven years old. And the reason I say it was a competition was there was about, there's probably about maybe 60 girls that were her age or above, a couple of years older than her, there was a a few there. But basically they handed out a first, second and third medal and that's it. They didn't, they gave, they graded each, every one of the kids on four different disciplines. So I can't even remember what they were, but they did. And they gave each of the kids a grading on what they did within each of those disciplines. And then at the end of it, they handed out first, second and third. So essentially it was a competition. It was an individual competition that she was involved in. And it's the first time that she's been involved in something where there has only there has been three medals handed out. There has only been a first, second, and third place. And which means that there was, you know, 40 odd, 50 odd girls that missed out on getting something, which I actually think is great. I think that being exposed to that and being in a position where they're not able to win everything is a real teaching moment. Now, I'm not exactly sure how much of this actually sunk in with my daughter when we had a talk about it afterwards, but obviously she was upset. She was upset that she didn't get a medal, and she was also upset that when she got, because they awarded them, uh, won't say awarded them, but they gave them like a grading certificate, right, to tell them how they did on each of the apparatus that they used. And she got silver ribbons on all of them. And basically there was there was five different ribbons and silvers about in the middle, which was 
satisfactory or above was the the silver ribbon that she got for each of the apparatus, which was their way of grading them. So she did she did well because it was the first time doing it. She's seven years old, um, and the thing that I was most proud of, and I told her this, was that she put herself into that position. She chose to go into it, and she chose to put herself into that position and test herself in that environment because, for me, that was the biggest thing. And then when she was in there, she had fun. You could see her. She was going around. She was smiling. She was laughing with her friends. Um, She was having a great time while she was doing it. And she put her best foot forward like she was applying herself when she did it because I was lucky enough to stay there and watch her for the whole couple of hours that she was there. And it was really great to see those things. So when we had a talk about winning and losing, because in sporting events, especially individual sporting events, there's a first, second and third and not everyone gets a medal afterwards. And so that was something that she was upset she didn't get a medal. So we had a talk about her not getting a medal and the reasons why. And the thing is with her sport, with gymnastics, I think there's a subjective element to it. There's a lot that's not subjective, but there is a subjective element to it. But then the big thing that I I tried to highlight with her was it was about her individual effort and it was about how she felt about the day and how she felt she did as an individual, not compared to the other people. And this was a big thing for her to realize, I believe, because she feels like she didn't do well, when in reality, for her particular set of circumstances and where she's at, I feel she did very well. She had fun with it and she applied herself. And she also put herself in an environment where she was really, really testing herself, which is something that she hasn't done before. But failures, saying to her that failure is a part of life was a little bit, I could see the look on her face as we're having this conversation because she was like, oh, like this is something that's going to keep coming up. And then we had to go down that rabbit hole and it's like, look, it's not, it's so you're going to fail and it's not about letting that failure ruin your life, but it's going to be about what you do next. Understanding if you're in this position, so we got those silver, those, those silver gradings for, the four apparatus that we were on, if we want to upgrade to the next level, what do we have to do? We started talking about going to her coaches during the week and be like, I got this. I want to get to here. What do I have to do to improve those things? And then working on some steps to improve those and putting in the work in order to get there. And we started talking about, and and I really tried to highlight in on her own individual progression rather than the fact that she missed out on a medal, her own individual progression. And every time she jumped back to missing out on a medal, not getting like first, second or third, I kept trying to bring her back to the fact that if we just look at what we can control and we control our effort and we control the effort that we put in in training, then it doesn't matter what the end result is. It doesn't matter whether we get a medal or not, because if we put in, if we're able to look ourselves in the mirror and turn around and go, I put in 100% effort, I applied myself, I practiced as well and as much as I could, then things will start to take care of themselves over time. And then it's about asking questions, going to the coaches, making sure that we're aware of there are going to always be things that we can improve, taking on that feedback and then putting in the work based off that feedback that we get in order to progress. 
And it was a really interesting conversation about self-effort because she didn't get the result that she wanted to. And as much as I always want my kids to win, I think that things like that and that individual sport arena is such a good teaching moment as they get older. And she she may be too young for it, but I think she's starting to get to that age where it's good for her to start to get exposed to this stuff, where everything's not going to go your way and you're not going to get everything that you want. And putting her in that controlled environment where she's able to fail in a controlled way and then hopefully learn from it and hopefully progress, I feel is going to be a massive thing for her moving forward. And I'm big, I'm going to be big on trying to get the kids to be exposed to a lot of as many sports as possible. Gymnastics and swimming are two things that, from an athletic development standpoint, from all the reading that I've done, are probably two great foundations for kids to build their athletic ability from. Now, I'm not trying to build super athletes. I just want the my kids to be able to be physical, physically capable as they get older and be able to draw upon that should they ever need to. But they're two things that I've read a lot about. Swimming and gymnastics, it helps develop the inner ear. It helps develop spatial awareness. Um, it helps to just help them helps them physically develop in a way, which is why Soph's doing gymnastics. And she she enjoys it too now. She's getting to that age where she can give us feedback and she can communicate with us whether she enjoys doing something or not. And then she's now got to the point where she wanted to put herself into that situation where she was in, quote unquote, a competition. And it didn't go away. And we had a real teaching moment and a really great conversation, as great convers- as much of a great conversation you can have with a seven-year-old about sport, about winning, and about losing. And one thing that I said when we were talking about like winning or winning and losing, she said to me like she said something along the lines of, you know, she she knows that um, she shouldn't be upset if she doesn't win. And this is something that may be an unpopular opinion. It may be something that people don't agree with. But I actually said to her, no, it's okay to be upset if you don't win. It's okay to want to win because I think there is a lot of stuff going around where you shouldn't want to win. And I I disagree. Like, I think you should want to win. I think if you're going to put yourself in a competitive situation, you should want to win. And it's okay to be upset about it. But in a situation like sport, you can't let losing ruin your life. You need to be able to objectively stand back and look at, okay, why did things not go my way? Look, and there is going to be a bunch of things when it comes to individual sport. So things like gymnastics, jujitsu, where it's just you against one other person or it's just you, like it's all on you, it's not a team sport, where there may be a lot of variables that you can't control. And this is where... The thing that I kept going back to when Soph and I were having a conversation about, it's all about your effort. It's about the effort that you put in on in training and the effort that you put in when you're in the competition because that's going to determine, that's going to go a long way to determining the result. You can't control the judge's opinions. You can't control the work that the other person does, but you can control the work that you do and you can control the way you apply yourself. And if you can tick off those two boxes, then you can go a long way to still being upset with not winning because when you do put in the work, 
and then you don't get the result that you want, whether it be due to something that is inside or outside of your control, of course you should be upset about it because you've put in the work and it means something to you. But you need to step back and look at it. Why am I upset about this? What went wrong? And how am I able to address those things moving forward? And that was what that was the big thing that we talked about, which was, I think, a little bit different to some of the things she'd been told. Because I truly do believe that, firstly, it's okay to want to win. Like, if you're going to compete, you should want to win. That's the whole preface of competition. And it's okay to be upset if you don't get the result that you want. But don't be upset to the point where you let that affect the way you feel about the sport, especially if it's a sport that you enjoy. Don't be upset to the point where it affects other things in your life. And what I said to her is like, be upset about it. Like, understand, like feel up, feel upset about it. But then we've got to try and move past it. Like we can't just be upset about it for the next 24 hours. Be upset about it for 30 minutes, an hour or whatever, but try and move past it. And if you do, and then we spoke about like being a good winner and a good loser and things like that. Um, but it's okay. But for me, and the big thing I said, like I did say when we kind of spoke about her being upset about not winning is it's okay to want to win, but it's okay. And it's okay to be upset about not getting the result that you, you wanted or you're after, but you can't let that define you and you can't let that uh, ruin other aspects of your life or your love for a sport that you involve because there's going to be other opportunities to compete. There's going to be other opportunities to try and do something that you want to do in the context of social sport. So you need to understand that in order to put yourself into the position to win again or to compete again, what we need to look at is our effort outside of that competition our effort in training, our effort to try and get better and work on the things that we feel, not we feel, but we know are going to help us progress in that competition arena. So it was a really interesting conversation. Um, again, I'm not sure how much of it sunk in. She, um, and every parent will say this, but she is a smart kid. She's, I think she took some of it on because she's come back to me since We've had this conversation and asked me some questions around different aspects of what we've what we spoke about, which shows me that she took some of it on. I think if we had have had this conversation like two three, two years ago, it's probably she's probably not old enough, but she's starting to get to that point where hopefully she's old enough to have this conversation. I'm really interested to know what other parents have like the conversations that they've had with their kids around winning and losing in sport. And it's interesting because it her first sporting failure was as an individual, not as a team sport. And I'm going to wrap this up soon, but in my experience, like there's actually, there's differences in winning and losing from a team sport to an individual sport. There's big differences. But to tie it back into like the things that I'm trying to get her to focus on, which is her effort and her application that still stays the same. I think when it comes to losing in team sport, depending on what the sport is, there are a lot more things that are outside of your control. Whereas as an individual sport, there are more things that are inside your control than there than there are when you're playing in a team because there's more people. Long story short, there's more people there. Therefore, there's more things that can go wrong. 
but for her to have that first experience as is as an individual and where it's about her i think that's actually going to help long term with the teaching and i'm going to be encouraging her to compete even though i don't like seeing her upset i don't like seeing her fail i wish she could win but i'm glad that she was put it she put herself into a position where she was testing herself and as i said to her and this is one thing i'm like i'm so proud of you for your effort I'm so proud of you for putting yourself into that position even though you may not be able to win because that is something that the more you do that, the better you will become and the easier competition will become to you because competition is not something that everyone puts themselves into and that's why I'm, I'm super proud of her. I'm super proud of her effort. I'm super proud of her application. I'm proud that she had fun with it. Um, even though she didn't get the result that she wanted, she did an amazing job. I was very, a very, very proud father of everything that she did there and even prouder of the fact that she put herself into that situation where not everyone got a medal. Everyone was aware of how they did in the eyes of the judges, which we can do a whole podcast on other people's opinions and things like that. But from the point of view of strict competition... You know, the fact that she put herself into that and she wanted to do it and that we were able to have that teaching moment was a cool, cool moment as a dad. Like it's something that I was experiencing for the first time. And I'm hoping that it's something that I'll continue to experience. So let me know if you've had that experience. Let me know what advice that you've given to your kids when they've lost something, when even when they've won something. Because it's something that I think we've got to constantly evolve our approach um, to trying let our kids know that it's okay to fail. It's okay to put yourself into a position where you potentially know you're going to fail. It's okay to want to win. It's okay to lose. It's okay to be upset. Like all these things are okay and part of the natural evolution and the natural growth of life. So uh, let me know. Let me know what you've gone like. You know if you've what you've experienced as a parent. I'm really interested to know um, other people's experiences around this with their kids and giving advice and, you know, using these things as a teaching moment. So thanks again for listening. A little bit of a different podcast there, but just something I just wanted to talk about my experience around that because it's actually, as much as I hate to see my kids fail, um, it's something I actually enjoyed because I feel like it's something that's going to really hold them in good stead later on in life. So take care. Have a great week. We'll see you next week. Bye.